have it? So we have in the house. So me. And Sharon. And we have a guest, a very cute guest, a very beautiful guest. And his name is Cody. Oh, hi Cody. It's nice to meet you, Cody. Yeah, welcome to the How old is he? Um, it's eight weeks. Eight weeks. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. So please, can you guys, uh, who's going to call, who's going to start first? Somi okay. yeah. or Sharon? Chicken, Okay, yeah. uh, Somi, can you tell us a little about yourself? Sure, I thought. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Somi, I'm also a YouTuber, if he's going to call me. <laughs> um, I'm a social media specialist for a gaming company and uh, I moved to Canada four years ago. Uh, for school, four years. Four years ago for school, wow. and uh, yeah, that's about it. And Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> um, well, happy time, Sharon. I moved to Canada going on 10 years now. Mm -hmm. I came in to study nursing initially, had her not a first degree quite, but had her so, almost degree. So we have a communication specialist yeah. in the house and we have a nurse mm -hmm. in the house. So for the aspiring nurses and the ladies that want to pursue a career in Canada, you is. will need to stick to the channel and listen to our nurse and our communication specialists as both of them have got a lot of knowledge to be able to pass across to us so if you basically they plan say you want school for abroad or you want to become nurse for canada sharon will help us <laughs> and so me especially tell you say if you not be nurse and you they plan career on communication she's a blogger she's a very good blogger I would get one like mm -hmm. yeah, so <laughs> You definitely can contact her. You can see her Instagram and her YouTube channel. Also, you can do well to communicate with her, and she will be very, very happy to be of help to you in any way. So, we are going to go back to the difference in their lifestyle back when they were in Nigeria, and now that they're in Toronto, she's been here for four years. And she's been here in Toronto for 10 years. So please, Sumi, can you share with us what are the differences, what are the cultural differences, music, TV, what do you miss back home, the food, the culture? Like, just give us an, uh, uh, an insight about your own experience being in Toronto. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so honestly, it was such... I'll be very honest, and this is what many people don't even tell you. Um, the culture shock really slaps you in the face. Mm -hmm. um, you come here, and the, I remember my first experience was coming in from the airport and coming outside. I like literally the cold was. School. <laughs> there are no words School. to describe it. This and this was doing, you know, <laughs> and this was October. October was like still fall. So to them, people in Canada, it's like you know, it's fine. You know, the fashion. Season, but to me, it was like, okay, what the hell is going on here? So the first thing, you know, was the weather. It, it takes time before you acclimatize. Secondly, so I came here for school, right? And it felt like I was learning from scratch. The thing they don't tell you is that the curriculum, the structure is very different. Um, they're a lot more um, serious about it here, a lot more tedious also. Um, back home, I remember I was also doing uh, mass communications. I went to Backpack University. Wow. <laughs> <And> Backpack 
there's nothing to be proud of. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, I was doing mass comm and I remember like we probably had essays, to be honest, even if we did have essays, it would be like three to five pages, like that's a stretch. But here you're writing twelve page essays due next week. I think there are essays to the UK as well. Yeah. There are essays a lot of I think it's majorly Western education is going off. So please go ahead, man. Yeah. And it's almost like it's just it, the way it's structured is so different. Yeah. It feels like you're learning from scratch. And you kind of go through it alone because you know at the end of, at, the, at the end of the day like it's it's just you. But the good thing about uh schooling here is that they have resources, they have tutors the teachers are very, they're a lot more relatable, they're very level-headed, unlike people back home where, you know, you're, you can't even muster up that courage to approach your professor, right? Here it's a little more, you kind of find your way, but it's very different. Um, that's definitely what you should expect. Also, um, I know back home, like, I was still living with my parents, so, like, I wasn't working, obviously. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How was it living with your parents? Yeah. It was hell, I would lie. <laughs> you know, you don't have your own independence. Like, as long as you're under their roof, you have yeah, to abide with their roof. Same thing with you myself as well. Yeah. Did you have such experience as well? Same, oh. same, totally. My mom's a pastor, by the way, so even <laughs> Pastor, doctor. I know. <laughs> I had a 7 p.m. curfew. Oh my god. I mean, first you. thing in the morning, you pray, and it was a whole routine. So coming down here and having my own routine initially, that was a culture shock on its own for me because I was more like, oh my god, how do I navigate life? Because I was very almost sheltered, and I came right out of high school. So it was something where I was like, oh my god. I had to be the parent to my for my own self, so that on its own was a culture shock. Yeah. yeah. So Sharon, please can you tell us about tell us about your experience so far in Toronto, your your education and your lifestyle. First of all, I started off in BC, Kamloops, Thompson Rivers University. TRU. <laughs> so I started off there. I studied there for three years and then I moved over to Toronto in 2015. Wow. And I got into the nursing program. Um, I did that for two years and I've been working for four years now as a nurse. Four years yeah, of so experience as a nurse. As a nurse. Now, okay, um, we're going to get back to her, but let's ask our beautiful Somi. Somi, please tell us about being a communication analyst. What does it entail? How was, how was your experience from school, the market? How's the job market down here? Have you researched the job market back in Nigeria? Yeah, honestly, uh, oh, you see, yeah, I feel like after like coming out of school, I realized that, you know, there are a lot of things that we don't know, like happening in the real world. For example, with the jobs, I find that school is a lot more theoretical than practical. And when I graduated, I it was such like a big thing for me because I went, you know, into the job industry I was searching and it felt like I didn't even go to school at all because they needed the, the skills that they needed weren't things that they taught in school. It's basically like you teaching yourself. And it's crazy because no one tells you, but the good thing about like uh, studying in Canada and getting a job, it's easier to get a job, right? But you have to do a lot of um, self-learning. Yeah. You know, you have to kind of find what it is that you want to do. Yeah. Even on the, on the job descriptions and the postings, they tell you the skills that you need. So it's left for you to 
take whatever you want to take from that, go learn and apply yourself to it because it's not even about the grades. Another difference between schooling here and back home, back home, the grades will take you some places, yeah, yeah. but here nobody really cares about yeah. your grades, it's really yeah. about the the skills, what you can actually bring to the, the table. Skills, the quote, skills, in yeah. quotes, the skills. Yeah, you know, like what she's saying is very valid, very valid because mm -hmm. back home, if you have an education in Nigeria, you do a lot of theoretical, you read a lot of books with the cram, the head. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we even cram without understanding yeah. the words. Mm -hmm. And you graduate and you... And you exactly, you go to the exam and eventually you're, you're lost and that kind of a thing. So yeah. what she's saying is actually very true. In Canada, they don't care about your theoretical knowledge. I remember, yeah, when I got here, the first thing I was always saying is, I go master's degree, I go master's degree, I go master's degree. Nobody wants to hear that shit. No. Nobody wants to hear about. But do you have got, the skills? Do you have the skills? Do you have the skills? The skills yeah. is what Canada wants. Yeah. The skills is what the Western world wants. And she actually just nailed it on the head, actually. So if you've got education back home, it is valid. But as long as you've got the skills, you will be able to pull through down here. You will be able to be useful down here. Have an advantage over people. Exactly. So, um, please, Sharon, can you share with us about your education and nursing in Canada as a whole and nursing in, from your understanding of nursing in Nigeria? Back home, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna try. Um, so, first of all, we do have two types of nurses. So, we do have the RNs, the RN is a four year degree program. And we do have the practical nursing, which I am um, kind of in the process of getting my um, RN right now. So, um, so basically, um, those two roles are kind of very overlapping, but there's a distinct difference. One can do more. So, as an RN, you do have a higher scope of practice as an RPN. Wow. So, literally, you are collaborating with an RN, who, someone who has um, a. Mm -hmm. uh, a degree, a degree as opposed to um you would have a diploma yeah. so basically you're working hand in hand with them but in a hospital setting it's no different whatsoever you're literally taking up the same role the same patient the same everything the same um, patient and everything but in school they always make it seem like as an RN you have the more complex patient that's how it's supposed to be in the real world in the okay. sense of things they're supposed to have the more complex patient and the RPN is supposed to have the easier kind of patient load like a patient nice. who's not Sweet. so critical but in the real world it's not it's not so if you're an, what you're saying is if you're an rpn you will work more you will you RNs. most likely would even work more yeah. than iron because it's all about high like my iron still but wow wow yeah. wow okay can you tell us a little bit about how was the covid experience with the nurses mm -hmm. It was really hard. Oh my god. It was really hard. I actually do remember um, my first experience with COVID. That was probably um, December. We did have a patient. And by the way, I work on a mental health unit, and most of our population on the mental health unit are mostly um, patients that are homeless. We wow. get like mostly, mostly of them are homeless people. So half those people don't have shelters. And yeah. they don't even know how, like, they can contact this illness from anywhere. Yeah. 
but at the time Canada made it seem that the only requirement to get tested as a COVID patient was if you had traveled outside of Canada. Oh, yeah. So we did have a patient on our floor and she was showing every signs of COVID, mm -hmm. but we couldn't get the testing done on her. And they were like, oh, well, she's never traveled out. She's never done anything. So yeah. most likely do not have COVID. And, and dismissed it. Dismissed it. And yours really, she did, ended up having COVID. And we ended up with like an outbreak on the units. So it was, it was hard. It was really, really hard. It was stressful. Like people went to work, couldn't come home and help their families oh, because everyone was trying to be protective of their loved ones. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm, I, I want to ask you a question now. Um, I know our time is up, but I want to ask you, but what would you, what advice would you give people? Because I know there are ladies that have, they've studied nursing and they're trying to get down to Canada to be able to become nursing. What advice would you give people who will want to come to Canada to study nursing or actually pursue a career in nursing? First of all, I would say passion. Most people have this conception back home that nurses make bank. You could, I mean, but make sure you're going into it for the right reason. There has to be passion because you're putting in long hours. I don't know how it works in Nigeria, but here we're doing 12 hours. Mm -hmm. So if you don't love what you do, you're going to burn out. So make sure you're going in for the right reason. You have the passion, first of all. And if you are straight out of high school, um, looking to upgrade and make sure you have your chemistry, your physics, those high school um, the prerequisites, make sure you nail those. And um, yeah, when you get here, you cannot, it's kind of tricky getting um, the admission from back home. I really yeah, don't know how I, it works. I, I, I it is a very competitive, so try as much as possible to get upgrades. Don't just stick to your prerequisites try to go above whatever the requirements are because there's always something this year it could be a cutoff of 80 yeah. percent or if other people have 90 percent you end up you might end up not getting it so try always to go above the um, requirements that's yeah. on the website and always do your, your research, your research. Yeah. Yeah. it's very important i feel like a lot of people just you know they ask friends and i feel like friends don't really give you the 411 like the the whole uh, exactly. Details, right? Do your research for yourself. Do watch your research. Do YouTube your research. too. Like watch, watch YouTube. Watch YouTube. Watch, YouTube. <laughs> yeah. watch my channel. Watch my channel. So we talk, you, <laughs> you know this kind of thing. So now a lot of all the plenty education and all that lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Baby girls. Okay. Yeah. So please. Uh, oh so if we, can you tell us something about your lifestyle right now? Do you feel like your lifestyle here is better than your lifestyle back home? And what would you tell people about your life right now? Like, because you're looking good. Look at your watch. <laughs> Look at your beautiful watch, your shoes, your hair. You're gorgeous. Honestly, I'd say, um, I coming here, I, I, honestly, I'd say I'm very fortunate because I back home I wouldn't have the things that I have right now. I wouldn't be I feel like I wouldn't even have my job. I work in a gaming company. I wouldn't I can't even imagine myself working in a gaming company in Nigeria because I know how hard it is to get a job. Also like I studied mass communication. Like what what can I possibly do? <laughs> you know and lifestyle, yes. So yeah, um I feel like well getting a job 
first of all that that was the biggest thing for me making my own money that was the biggest thing for me i feel like that kind of changed my life i kind of had control of the things i wanted you kind of start to kind of build a foundation for where you want to go because you, you can afford it right so that's the biggest thing um working uh building your own life away from your parents you know doing your own thing finding yourself finding because your yeah because when you come here i was fortunate enough to have my sister here but i've had i have friends who came here alone and they're still alone and it's very hard to kind of acclimatized to everything it's just hard being here alone but you kind of you find yourself you when you're independent yeah it, it kind of it kind of works for you but yeah okay um she's talked about a lot about independence and a lot about her lifestyle and all that now well, let's ask it's one thing to be a nurse a passionate nurse and also have a very you see she's looking good Look at her wrist. Beautiful hair. Sir. Now this one with bone straight, that we bone straight. Oh yes, sir. Yes, this bone is the bone straight. This is our broad bone straight. So, please tell us about your lifestyle. How do you find your lifestyle down here? Um Canada is hard. Let's be honest. It really is. It no, can no, be isolated. Speak your mind. Yeah. You say she's speaking her mind. <laughs> It's one of those places where you have to pay attention to your mental health. Mm -hmm. And we're having this conversation coming down here. Yeah. And we did see something, the suicide rate's getting really high. Yeah. And it's one of those places in as much as you're making all of this money. Mm -hmm. When you don't have the right support system, you're in a place isolated yeah. with bank. Yeah. And you can't even have fun. You can't find happiness for yourself. So for me, the biggest thing has been I have this amazing person in my life. Another person so, too. So. Good support system. Yeah. So it's God, friendship, family. Try to stay connected with even your loved ones yeah. back home. Yeah. Like it's such yeah, a I good call your family. System. If you're in Canada and you're watching this. If you're in Canada and you're watching this, please call your family. Don't just call your family. Call us. Contact us on Instagram because it's not easy being away from your family and you are in a country that is just yourself. Could be very like isolated. back home we have our communities like we're even about to go out, you know things like somebody be like, Well done, bye bye. Yeah. 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 That kind of you know, like, Everybody yeah, cares business. about you when you're yeah. coming back from work. Like, I work. They, you know this kind of thing. They ask yeah. those questions yeah. and all that. Absolutely. It's not the same. Yeah, like yes, everybody here is busy. Everybody here is fast. Everybody here they want to do their stuff. So if you are alone, it's difficult. Sometimes it gets very depressing. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. I've even had my own times whereby I'm just yeah. down yeah. and there's no one to talk to. Yeah. So moving out of a country all by yourself. Off to another country, you've tried, yeah. mm -hmm. you have tried, yeah. and you've done a very it's good thing. So, don't be hard on yourself at all. Yeah. The simple thing is just look for the friends around you, look for your family members, call them every weekend, Beautiful put them on WhatsApp. Call That's all you can do. You just gotta find the right people. She and said it when you come here, it's really hard. Make sure you're picking out your friends properly mm -hmm. because you're gonna meet those crazy yeah. ones. You don't want that. We've all had like. <laughs> with the people you let into your personal space and that's the only way to build yourself because you need the right people to talk to there's yeah. so much that goes on in this country if you're misinformed 
you're really gonna be here a very long time. Make sure you are with the right It's gonna take you years to correct the mistake. She just said something misinformed. Yeah. There are plenty, plenty misinformation. You might land in a country, you might land in Toronto, and if you're misinformed by some people, eventually you follow that wrong mentality the whole way. And that, that, that what yeah. 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 And exactly. it takes time to correct. Exactly. Even myself, I was misinformed. I'm not going no, to lie to you. When I landed, I landed in a, I, I was really, really <laughs> misinformed. So it's not easy. So that's the reason you need to find the right set of people right. that can help you, that can be able to talk to you, that can be able to support you, yeah. all that. So And don't be afraid. If you're going through anything mentally, don't be afraid to talk to people. Yeah, reach you, out. Don't be afraid. Be talk to friends. Yeah. Talk to professionals. And we're from a country where these things are shamed and yeah. Honestly, like, yeah. yeah. yeah they, they make jokes like, Nama you been out. Exactly. they get I have a friend of mine who, like, he calls me, he talks to me about his mental health issues and apparently his friends too are going through it, but they don't have, like, it's almost like they don't have where they can release that too. And these are guys that they don't think it's okay to come out and say, Men you know what, um, you know, I'm not okay. Men don't cry. Men Because, cry. honestly, one thing I know is that this pandemic has really, I feel like it really did a number of us, on us because... Canada really were on the longest lockdown for like for the yeah. longest time, so it really messed us up in a way. And I feel like a lot of people are dealing with things that they don't even want to talk about. But that's another thing. Moving here would affect you mentally. Mm -hmm. It's the hard truth, but you will get through it. Just make sure you're talking to the right people. You can always reach out, and you like we have these channels as well where you can comment down yeah. below, and you yeah, can reach you out and for tips. Now before we go there is something we need to talk about you know back home some people have got this mentality that if i go over to canada or if i go over to another country i'll find a better spouse you might have a spouse back home and when you have that spouse back home in your mind you're thinking like this spouse has not been nice to me all this time and when i go abroad oh i meet somebody i'll get married and everything is going to be it's the lies we tell ourselves It doesn't, it, it doesn't happen like that. Mm -mm. Now, another thing is cultural differences in relationships mm. is very abysmal because if the difference is, if you don't understand somebody, you don't understand the person's culture, and the person doesn't understand your culture, it's going to be difficult for you guys to be able to do anything together or even live together or to even have a relationship. Now, some people don't want to get married. The culture back home is married. Stay in your home. This is the reason why we are on this show. So you can have these orientations yeah. before you actually move. So yeah. please, we're going to ask Somi and we're going to ask Sharon. They are own understanding in terms of... We're not going to ask them about their love life. That's private. <laughs> so we're going to ask them what they think, what their friends have told them, the experiences their friends have told them about relationship in Toronto, Canada. <laughs> so we please. <laughs> Case study, yeah, really. Honestly, let me, let me just be honest with you guys. It's hard. It's hard finding someone who's on your wavelength. Then again, people who come here with, like, people have different experiences. People have different upbringing as well. And I find that, I'm going to just talk a little bit on dangers. I find that dangers come to Toronto, to Canada with that same mentality from back home. But you're in a different country where things are, you know, different. Everyone is free. Everyone is, everyone has a mind of their own. Everyone has an opinion, right? But I feel like a lot of people fail to unlearn the certain things that um, 
or learn the certain things that I don't know, like the the stereotypes in Nigeria, right. and it's hard to kind of connect with people because. Honestly, being here, your experiences make you grow. You grow you grow as a person, you grow personally, career-wise also, but I feel like that also kind of affects your relationships too, but um, it's, just, it's hard finding people. I feel like with... It's hard. It, it's very, very hard. It's very hard. They're, because <laughs> half of the thing, you have to be in a dating app. Yeah. Now, imagine that. you're going to work in the morning, you're cashing out, you're getting your money, then you're sleeping, you're... Where's the time to meet someone? So, yeah. because down in your mind before you decided you were going to come to canada or even go to the u.s or even go to the uk you said as i enter there i will walk i will walk or make money or make money or buy this or buy that now the point is you're doing all of that mm -hmm. but don't forget that the money is the bank then you still have a life to live yeah. now it is really hard actually finding your spouse yeah. especially meeting you are now in an environment whereby there are different people that don't understand you yeah. Like, for example, in Nigeria, if we say, if a lady says, leave me alone, it means after some time, you should go and meet her and tell her, sorry now, nah, not this. <laughs> but it doesn't mean like that. Yeah. So, if somebody tells you here, leave me alone, yeah. do not contact that person again, leave the person alone. Yeah. Can, can you share a light? Can you tell us a little bit about your own... Your own knowledge about relationships in Toronto from your friends what yeah. you've experienced what can you say to people in general about it I'll just piggyback in from what yeah. she said it's it's hard it is really hard and like so he said is it's hard to meet people too yeah it's hard to in meet person, people in Nigeria's like and I ha I'm in a profession where it's like a female dominated profession yeah. we barely meet any guys yeah. so like some people have that option of meeting people they work with and stuff mm -hmm. but in my own case it's kind of hard yeah. because you're literally surrounded by women so obviously you gotta stick to like the online dating kind of thing and it and all I did, it's not for the week. It is not it. It is not it. Personally, I'm not big. I'm not even much of a chatter. I'm very old school. I want to meet people the traditional way. And it's just so hard. You yeah. have to be committed into yeah. finding a partner. Yeah. It's it's like you searching for a job. That's literally what Honestly. it's come down to right now. Because you're on this <laughs> app and you're like, okay. So you search your job and you search for a man. No, exactly. search for a job yeah, and you search no, for a wife. It's search it's, online. No, please, search for everything. Literally. Yeah, please do not think it is just for the ladies. It is not just for the ladies. The men here find it difficult as well to be able to find... Yeah. Their partners now for level like you eventually want to marry a Canadian lady. How do you expect her to cook a goosey soup for you? Mm -hmm. How do you expect her to cook pepper soup for you? And that's how do you expect that jollof? Yeah, you have to narrow your expectations yeah. when you go into this. Exactly. Yeah. At this point now, you have to understand. Okay, Canada is a melting pot. Mm -hmm. Even if you meet a Nigerian, that Nigerian you meet might not be your typical Nigerian from back exactly. home. So you also have yes. to learn. You have to meet in the middle. Meet in the middle. middle. So what she just said. Let, let me let me let me say something about what she just said. It means. If you are from the north and she is from the east, don't say because she's from Nigeria, she now needs to understand yeah. that she needs to make your food in the north. Yeah. Or she needs to now make your food from the south. Because mm -hmm. also remember, there's some Nigerians and Africans who were born here. Born here. Also, yes. There's some people who have been, for example, she's been here for 10 years. So a traditional Nigerian might kind of just come to a you know, where once a fresh cooked 
food every every day. Enough to say I cannot make it. You know, it's not like you can't do it, but you know, you just have to be realistic. Realistic. That's what you expectation. You yeah. have to. You cannot come with that Nigerian see, mindset you see the yeah. of okay, yeah. this is how things are done. Yeah. And we work too, so it's not like dating back home where the girls like and take a back seat. The roles are kind of different, a little bit different here because yeah. you meet a girl here, she's working, you're working, yeah. so it's almost like fifty-fifty. How do we come together yeah. and how do we understand one another? That's the biggest thing. The, the biggest challenge, honestly, is finding that person. That person is finding. You'll find them. They'll move on paper. Yeah. yeah. On paper. Yeah. Okay. On the app. On the app. Yeah. This is check, 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 and what conversation? Like, oh my god, that is why you're oh, you get, single. Oh, you get to know them a few for a few weeks. Yeah. And kind of start like, showing your true colors. Yeah. And, so. You know, you're paying attention. It's usually difficult. It is difficult. So we must understand that we are in an environment whereby there are a lot to actually get used to. There are a lot to actually understand. And so, all right, before we call it a wrap, I've noticed you've been watching, right? <laughs> look at it, look at it. Subscribe. Like it, subscribe, and follow us on social media yes, then after follow her on social media as well yeah, follow yes. her on social media you can see these beautiful ladies like they are very very beautiful so follow them on social media and get any information you see the comment section anything you want to ask Tell us, us what you want to see whatever yeah. you want to see she's she'll be willing to advise you she will be willing to advise. i'm open to advising you on anything you eventually want whatever to see you want to now before Canada. we call it this session a close before we close the cutting one question for the beautiful nurse sharon what's should our viewers expect from you in the next five years? What do you think? Like, would you be moving back to Africa, okay. or would you want to live here? And also, I've been hearing a lot of things, a lot of things these days. People that are 18 years old and buying houses in Canada, mm -hmm. so they get mortgage, they will get the loans, they get the mortgage, and they buy. So, are you going to want to buy a house, settle down here, or just? Um. Definitely the goal is to settle down here and also have a little something back home more so looking into investment Like I'm a nurse, okay. but I don't think I want to stay to the best side doing 12 7 to 7 for the next five years. So hopefully um, Get my um, RN and once that's done Hopefully maybe settle buy a house bigger things going forward from here. Honestly God Big willing. Yes, sir um, obviously same, obviously same, um, definitely get a house, I feel like, honestly, very that's another thing that he would talk to you guys about, real estate here is ridiculous, yeah. so you need to, um, you know, open your eyes when, you, when you are when well you can, informed you are about well informed. the real estate here, yeah. you can literally not even pay anything for rent. You just need yep. to be with the right set of people, yep. have the right information, yep. and you will be doing fine. So Honestly, it's all boils yeah. down to the circles, the people you're about to get with. So with that tonight, with all of this information, we thank you for the paying attention and for actually subscribing. Again, if you've not done it, the Lord is watching you. Right now. Right now. So hopefully in our next episode, you will learn more about the real estate in Toronto and all the regions of Canada. 
I say other regions because I've lived in the Maritimes. I lived in New Brunswick, Fredericton. I have been to Halifax in Nova Scotia. I have also been to Montreal in Quebec. I've been to so many places so I can be able to talk about the real estate. So please subscribe and you will get more information. Thank you. Thanks guys. Okay.